lads. All right. What building here is not just a trap, it's a vision. All right. So I can see we've done all the plans here for them stairs and the yeah. vials where they come out. That's grand. But what have we not got enough of here? Uh, uh, rails uh, the darts that come out of this trap darts, need to be numerous say, and yeah. legion when they step on this lever I want them fucking buried absolutely up to their eyeballs in darts how, how many is up to the eyeballs uh, how many have you got so far or seven t- seven times it by 20 they can't have enough darts I want more darts I want darts in the tubes I want darts in the walls I, mean, I want darts in vials I want darts inside darts I can hear what you say, but that's going to take a while that is yeah, we've got to ship them in from the dart factory, yeah. which takes at least three weeks. And if you're getting over 20, that's uh, you've got to pay tax on that as pay well, tax sir. On that. And also, um, it takes a little while for them, because there's only two of them in the warehouse making them. Yeah. So. All right, fine. Could you... Could you- would it be easier if you had loads and loads and loads and loads of darts, but then just made one very fragile box up at the top so if someone came along with some kind of, I don't know, sonic-based spell, that would be the only way to break it? Well, yeah, that it would be, be good. Right, what, yeah. what we could also do, sir, we could also make a little grate at the bottom of the stairs that when they fall down into the grate, they go back into the machine and then they recycle so we can recycle them. So like you took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. 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 That is uh-huh. genius. How much am I paying you I'm going to triple it for three three gold pieces three gold sir. pieces a day very good nine gold pieces a day it is that's oh, some oh. brilliant work you two are evil it's beyond quite a compare lot of money, isn't it, Barry do you know how to make a, uh, this sort of system I've got no idea should we have a cup of tea and talk about it yeah let's do right. it darts more darts Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Lightning courses down from the sky into his fist. You need to talk, but you don't need your eyes. Everybody, we must get inside. There are so many people coming. Don't worry about me, I've got this. Told every tribe in the city that the blaster is ripe for slaughter. <laughs> Tell me where the curse breaker is. It's inside the temple. You've got so much to carry. Here, give me your bag. Edie runs to the door and vanishes. Vanishes from sight. The adventure continues now. Roll in. Get a little shout out to our international Dangerlings uh, at the top of this show. I, w- I wanted to give a little shout out to Australia, to Dangerlings Australia. Uh, we got uh, some some good friends in Australia here uh, because I was at a uh, I was at an Australian bakery. That's the thing. Apparently, in West London, they have uh, they have one of these. Oh. I had a la- and I had a lamington, and my goodness, was it delicious! Australia, I salute you. Tell us more about a lamington, Dan. What is is it? We'll tell you about a lamington. It's going to blow your mind. So a lamington, it's like a big, it's a square of any Australian, and I hope will know what I'm talking about. Um, They're like a square of sponge. It's covered in chocolate sauce, and then it's rolled in coconut. And it's that's and wow. that, you have that as a little step. It, it was a quite a it was a bougie West London kind of lamington place. So mine was like a tiramisu lamington. So which is I'm sure is sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we really <laughs> upset them. Um, but Australian dangerlings do tell us if you are, are they a thing? Are they really? A, it's one of those things you look up. It's like oh yeah, it's one of those things that everyone in Australia eats. It's like um, okay, you say so, but it was absolutely delicious. It looks pretty good. I'm looking online right? now. And it does look great. Yeah. Mm. Yet, uh, apparently popular, according to Wikipedia, are pop- particularly popular in uh, Brisbane and Queensland. And apparently, together with the pavlova, 
and Peach Melba. Mm. They are the peak when it comes to desserts in Australia. Oh, yeah. That's the three pillars of <laughs> there you go. the, uh, wow. the triumvirate of pudding uh, yeah. in Australia. Uh, there we go. <laughs> there you go. We've learned, we've learned something. We've all got a bit of a sweet tooth. You can tell this is the first one after lunch, isn't it? We've still got food in our brains. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very full-up Danger Club podcast. Uh, I could tell you if we if we're chatting chatting stuffs like you know yum stuffs eating stuffs. Um, I've recently tried um, the Philadelphia jalapeno version, and uh, it's masterful. It's a real masterstroke. I mean, I used to have Philadelphia on a bagel, you know, with like just you know full on jalapenos thrown on it anyway. Um, but it's the, you know this isn't quite as but spicy, it's just got the flavour of it. It's actually excellent. Mmm, good shell. Yeah. yeah. I feel like putting jalapeno Sounds on good. anything I- is a cheat code. Like, jalapeno <laughs> makes everything better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just going back to desserts, like, when I was in New Zealand, uh, my family, because we've got family out there, they were all like, do you want some Sally Lan? That's a really bad New Zealand accent. I apologise to anyone from New Zealand that's listening, but I'm New Ze- I'm half New Zealand, so I can get away with it. Right? Yeah, but you should uh, apologise to us for it, though, Colin. Like, we, no, we, I apologise to, to you. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah do right. look, You're the ones that you, to endure. You do I had some look Sally New Lund. Zealand-ish, actually. There is a New Zealand-ish-ness about me. Yeah, I know. Uh, thank you for recognising that. But yes, uh, a Sally Lunn. And apparently it's not a New Zealand thing, but everybody in... Well, everybody I met in New Zealand knew what a Sally Lunn was. What is a now, Sally Lunn? Now, it's a bit like it's a bit like a Belgian bun, but not a Belgian bun. And there's different recipes for it. So there's there's many, many different versions of a Sally Lunn. I just remember it being kind of a nice little spongy tea cake. You know? Now, now that you've mentioned it, Colin, mm. I I, well, I can't not look at you and see Brett, you know, from <laughs> yeah, Bride of the yeah. Concords. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's always been that. Got a very Brit- Britishness about you. His, yeah. um, and he plays the guitar and he's funny yeah exactly um, I uh, also that. The, my New Zealish friends um, told me about fairy bread is it fairy bread fairy bread yeah yeah it's just a sandwich except it's got hundreds and thousands in it wow <laughs> wow <laughs> that's crazy I've never heard that I think I've it's fairy bread the pixie loaf uh, sprite uh, wheat I can't remember it's something along those lines <laughs> Sprite could be a and thing, Pixie really Loaf nice. definitely sounds like the lineup at a festival. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> really does. does. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, it's Pixie a Sally Loaf. Lund I'm sure a... I've met her. Sally Loaf. <laughs> See, Wikipedia disagree. Wikipedia is saying it's American. Get out of here, Wikipedia. See, uh, yeah, it's weird because in uh, the stuff that I found, it's from England. It was apparently yeah, right. so it's like an old 1800s like yeah cake from England so I think there's probably about seven different versions of this cake yeah. from different places and for some reason it's like a daddy long legs there's a bunch of different ones across the world it's like a sweet tea cake it's like a cross between a tea cake and a brioche by the sound of it that sounds, deli- yeah, that sounds delightful yeah. and the uh, <laughs> we <laughs> the ones the ones on Wikipedia have got a big Union Jack flag stuck in the top of them so they can also be racist <laughs> that's <laughs> good to know that yeah, there's one you can make and it's kind of like, um, it looks amazing, the one recipe I found. But they, you make it in like a big round thing, there's like a there's like a pole in the middle or something. It's like a big, massive, spongy donut, um, which doesn't look like a Belgian bun at all. Wow. It looks like something completely different. So that would be the one I want to try. 
you have to understand, Angelings, that here in the UK, it is now closing in on the time when the Great British Bake Off will be starting again. So this is the peak time when we've been denied baked good based uh, content for so long. So it's just on our minds here. It's the only conversation you'll have around the streets of London these days. It's like, hello, how's the weather? What baked goods are you currently thinking of? And then we just discuss buns. It's Look at this. Look, Sally Lum bread. Can you see that? Oh, that looks delicious. Yeah. The listeners oh, yeah. can't, Colin, but that I looks appreciate great, it. Isn't it? That looks, oh, it does. That it makes does. Me it hungry. looks a bit like tiger bread. It's got it that sort of like sugary, bread. sugary baked crust. Isn't it funny, though? Like, obviously, for, for those of you who have never visited London or, you know, anything like that, um, man, things have changed over the last 20 years. Like, I remember I remember a time where you struggled to find a, ve- a vegetarian meal or restaurant sort of thing, you know, vegetarians. Yeah. And now you just walk down the street and, it, like, you know, the high street's been replaced from. Shops you'd actually probably genuinely need, like chemists and butchers and people like this, to specialist bread shops and cake yeah. shops and donut shops and coffee shops, like that just do specialised coffee from, you know, stuff that's been eaten by a tortoise for a thousand years and then pooped out the back and then you eat it and you grind it. And it's just mad. <laughs> that used to be much more of a sort of a New York thing, didn't it? Like having very mm. specialist places and people would, you know, like line up round the corner you know what I mean to to go and get stuff from there at a certain time of day or um, but uh, yeah I guess you know we're just more and more turning into America it's useful mm. well, it, I mean I'm happy with that so my, my wife can't eat since Covid can't eat gluten um, wow it's the one of these weird side effects that's come from covid uh, over christmas it's just triggered a real strong gluten allergy on it so we're kind of we've been trying to completely redo our our diets and like completely refigure how we how we cook at home um and her uh, her mum has always my mother-in-law has always been allergic to gluten um just forever and like having to grow up having to grow up you know in the before time before any of this was around and in in Gloucestershire and stuff when there's there's none of these options so we took them to a uh, we took them to a gluten-free restaurant in London it's like a fine dining restaurant that only does everything's gluten-free and dairy-free and we were like this is this is their it was their thanks to Covid and storms and everything it was their anniversary present birthday present Christmas present Mother's Day present it was like it'd been postponed so many times Uh, and we had we had this fancy meal where you could just order everything anything off the menu and not have to ask uh, if it was safe or not she still asked because she's been asking her whole life so and bless her she sat there with her bread roll sitting in in front of her for like the whole meal till it was almost dessert and she was like oh is that is, sorry, whose whose role is that? And we're like, it's yours. You can eat it. <laughs> yeah, never seen yeah. someone so delighted to eat a bread roll. It was. I was out in Old Street last night, and I walked past a new restaurant. I haven't been to Old Street in a little while, and um, and there was a, a kebab place, which was like kebabs and burgers and all that sort of stuff, and it was vegan. Mm. So it's like a dirty kebab shop that you'd go to after the pub that stays open till three a.m. and it was just all vegan. Yes. Can't believe Impressive. it. Is, yeah, amazing. That is delicious. Do, vegans deserve to be able to make bad choices after midnight as well, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ross, what's your uh, what's your favourite dessert? Uh, <clears throat> Death. <laughs> yeah, sticky toffee pudding, probably. Sticky toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding with clotted sticky, cream. Yes. Sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, that's my go-to sort of uh, dessert of choice. But then I, I like all desserts, really. It's a, that's my Same. nemesis in a nemesis. That's a, that's my thing in a. Anytime you're in a pub and you think you're too full up, if there's a sticky toffee pudding on the dessert menu, it's like, well, having dessert because you can't yeah. can't let one of those pass up because it is supremely difficult to fuck up. <laughs> so it's generally <laughs> it's, it's, reliable. 
it's it a cheesecake is. for me like if there's a cheesecake on the menu I'm like oh, we got to get that we have to get it uh, did anyone used to play the game when you were a kid of trying to say stick it off your pudding by pretending you had no teeth so you roll no. your oh yeah like roll your lips over your teeth <laughs> and then say sticky toffee pudding you can't it just it's impossible to say you know what James I was gonna I was gonna mock you for your childhood games but that was delightful <laughs> I can't believe really I played that maybe that was just a, a, a my family game that we used to play <laughs> which, is why, is which is why they used to serve us real quick to get us out because we were just out I would be remiss if I moved us on from this without um, for, without turning this dessert talk in the direction of the uh, most nutritionally informed member of the Danger Club Scott what's your favourite dessert? Scones nice love it it's not really dessert though is it that's no it like isn't I know that's why I held back and everyone's talking about desserts I was like I'm not going to say scones because it's not a, it's not a dessert um, but it is the supremest sweetest good you could ever have I went down to Dorset lately and I had true scone with true clotted cream with true jam and it was truly amazing which and, first which first did you have well obviously I'm not a monster Ross so obviously <laughs> which one I put was the clotted cream first and then the jam on top because that but, way um, the jam you. does not thank slide you off the clotted cream if it was the You're other mad. way round you would get the wrong taste combination in your mouth when you bit down on it the roof of your mouth would have cream instead of jam <laughs> it would go in your teeth that is a nightmare and anyone else who says I th- but you, the thing is I never eat one twice because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it I've only ever had one of my life. Yeah. and also <laughs> j- just if anyone didn't see uh, Dorset recently burned to the ground uh, yeah, 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 mysteriously yeah. it's just it's gone it's gone it's just yeah, it's and all recipes fire. for scones are now off the internet as well you <laughs> can't just... find them okay so wait uh, alright we've, we've, we've done cream or jam first we're not getting into scone or scone this is this is going to be <laughs> like this is, this is the thing that we, we have a there is a Baked good dangerlings here, um, here in the UK. Uh, that there is a just a, a blood feud uh, over parts of the country over which toppings you put on it first and exactly how it is um, how it is pronounced. And and there is a a firm divide that will split families over that. And if you ever want to know kind of how Brexit managed to happen, it's things like that starting off. There's the there's the seeds of division that lie within <laughs> British culture. Yeah, we can fall I'm out. Sure, with they'll each other speak about it on the Discord as well. I, I, I th- I'm sure we've talked about it on the show before. Mm. Yeah, the pronunciation. I'm sure we have. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have. Recycling yeah, yeah, yeah. the same old yeah. thing. and it's yeah. the same yeah. old material, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. With Brexit, you've got like one side who wants um, cream and jam on their scones, and the other side who wants to be fascist. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's really similar. So it's really similar. Oh, you've only got you sixteen know. episodes until we're two hundred. By the way, we're on the road. To yeah, I, I just, just before we get to that, though, I just need to you know uh, reassure the Americans just to remind our uh, scones are like biscuits, okay? But we don't have them with gravy. We have them with cream and jam or, or jelly. If you want to know that, biscuits over here. Are cookies all right and uh that's that's all i want to say i just needed to clear that up scones, before we go any like, further like collins disclaimer of the week <laughs> <laughs> but in america they have biscuits and gravy okay. and biscuits are more like our scones yeah and, and gravy is sauce right cookies, it's not it's so, not yeah. like bisto gravy yeah you know, gravy is like a, yeah for all our yeah. english listeners the gravy yeah. that they put on their scones is not gravy like bisto gravy it's it's cool. like a it's like a saucy kind of like white sauce that's that's, a bit that's sort of amazing clearing up so a quick question to <sighs> scott so mm-hmm. so you've got your scone your jam and your cream but where which which order does the gravy come in <laughs> uh which is that going first with the cr- jam and the cream on is it is it what what i've never actually had gravy and biscuits Biscuits and gravy, yeah. Well, Biscuits and gravy. Well, you know what? I'll tell you who's scone. Edie. 
Oh, so Ross, you were saying about segue. episode 200. Sorry, mate, I didn't mean to. I just wanted to clear that up, Ross. That was and then we'll come back to you. I'm, uh, I'm kind of managing this meeting now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do. Sorry, uh, let's let's not do the podcast. Let's go back to <laughs> Ross. You had some <laughs> point to it was such a good it. segue as well. I know. I'm so sorry. You were right well, to pull is... the meeting back to the previous <laughs> point. Um, Who's taking minutes? That's the question. I mean, yeah. 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 Actually, we're minutes, taking minutes guys, away yeah. from people right yeah. now with this conversation. <laughs> Al- Alakar, technically, hey. you're our, technically you're our dangerly moderator. So if you can just take them, I know you're probably having a cigar and listening to the episode right now, but if you could just rewind it back and start <laughs> yeah. taking minutes, that'd be... <laughs> oh. Alakar, do you have a cigar while you're listening to the Danger Club podcast? He- Don't answer right now because you can't, but uh, <laughs> that's interesting. That's a cool take. I like that. It's good, isn't it? He, told me, he sits in the park, has a cigar, listens to the Danger Club podcast. He's cooler than any of us. Uh, and he had the longest <laughs> running NPC on this show who only died last game Um, incredible stuff shocking stuff Um, Ross have you got anything to add about it being nearly episode 200 nah thank fuck for that (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) so Uh. last week so we did you managed to uh, you managed to lure the jelly that's a really good move there by Caragor, luring the jelly into the temple, allowing everyone else to run inside the temple. Um, and then managed to batter the jelly. Jelly's still alive. It's all just about in there. Didn't quite get out of um, initiative rounds. Fulton attacking, uh, Fulton managing to interrogate Nyamet, taking his stuff. But at the last moment, Edie. Very, uh, Edie cast that, char- cast that suggestion spell, cast that charm spell. Got the bag and has absconded with it. Um, so with suggestion, do I just stand and watch her go and just think that's... Well, there's no. a couple of things in play here. So so um, it seems like... So when you hand it to the person, it seems like a... It seems like a logical course of action. And because it was a critical fail, the duration is one hour. So... The next hour, that seems like it was a perfectly reasonable thing to have done. Um, it's also you're also under the effect of charm, um, so you think she's your friend. So it's uh, as much as I hate layering mental effects up on uh, player characters. Edie does have a lot of them. Um, yeah. As far as you know, kind of someone as close to you as one of the Danger Club was like, "Quick, give me the bag. That'll help you carry things." And as um, and and has gone with it and probably has a plan to help everyone that's kind of where Fulton's <laughs> head is at with your own interpretation your own spin on it of course um, if it was right. like you know one of us in the Danger Club par- Danger Club the party it'd be like quick give me a bag we're like why the fuck have you taken that don't do that that's not what we need to do now no you don't take it in there no give that back to me you're an idiot <laughs> Imagine she did it on Velda, and Velda's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> He's like, "No, I'm, fuck <laughs> yeah. you! I've met yeah. someone, but my helpful magic won't stop." <laughs> it's no match for his cantankerousness. I wonder if it, I wonder if it will get a bonus <laughs> to my role just to be like, you know, just Velda's natural belligerence. Just be like, "No, it's my bag." Um, How dare you? The um, the other thing. Uh, have any of us seen this happen? That's the other question. So, I mean. Yeah, the probably. only person, uh, the only person who would have seen this happen, would be Bubba. Um, Bubba's the only one with line of sight on it because Caragor is now the other side of the uh, the wall of water, way over the other side of the room, uh, and Shania and Velda are 
have been pushed back because they jumped out of the way of the slime. Uh, so they jumped away from the door to get away from it. Uh, so Bubba's the only one who would have seen this happen from the outside. And obviously Fulton has seen it, but doesn't necessarily think anything of it. So it's... Um, but also, you know, you've got an entire army of uh, ravenous cultists bearing down, um, ready to tear you limb from limb. So there's all sorts of fun stuff going on. Should we find out how it goes? Yes. yes. Shania Rain, it is your go. Yep. It's my go. You have a chance great, to great, great, great. maybe drop out of uh, initiative fairly soon for the first time in fucking That would months. be amazing. Um, right. So, uh, so is the gelatinous cube still going? Gelatinous cube is directly in front of you. You've just rolled back out of the way and it's just slammed into the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it came for us, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, gelatinous cube still going. And is Fulton... No, he's not in here yet, is Fulton he? He's is still outside. out there. Um, God damn it. <clears throat> um... All right. Well, then, I if guess... If we could all get through the wall of water really easily, you could I leave mean, it there to stop the army of cultists. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Um, uh, I don't know. They could also swim. What I was, uh, what I was thinking of doing was uh, was releasing some like a swarm of wasps, um, but I'm not sure if that's a good <laughs> idea yet. Um, Will hmm. that stop a horde of ravening cultists? Or I mean, it, it might slow them down a bit. It might slow them down a bit. It might slow them down a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, the ooh, worry ooh, on ooh. Velda's hmm. face as Shania's just started to pull wasps out of her sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Uh, What's the duration you- on your swarm? Because that's that's worth knowing. The duration. Okay, well, let's. I'll have a look at that. Um, Can you control so- said swarm, or do you just like pull them out your sleeves and they hold on around you? Let's see. <clears throat> it's wasp stings actually. Okay. Manifest a swarm of disembodied wasp, wasp stingers oh, that stab all the creatures in the area, possibly poisoning them. Yeah. The creatures affected take 1d6 piercing damage. Each creature that takes piercing damage must attempt a fortitude save. Um, and on a failure, the target is afflicted with a swarming wasp venom. A critical failure is swarming wasp venom stage two. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, just throw people down. Just I just thought it might, because it's like a 10 foot burst, so it might hit a lot of people. Yeah. Like, there's more than one sting in it. That was why, that was why I was thinking. Um, but right now, uh, they're not here yet, are they? They're so, not here yet, no. So, um, have you got actually, like a bunch of monkeys that can just go and take their stuff? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't currently. Um, and also, I feel like it's been done, Scott. Do you know what I mean? I like you're right. You're right. Once you do one thing, it should never be done. Yeah, I mean, I learned, that, I learned that from you. I learned from the best. Um, I do have a, a murderous vine that I could call upon. Um, oh, or maybe I should just use electric arcs. Then I'm not wasting something. Um, I suppose I could electric arc the gelatinous cube. You got the gelatinous cube. Uh, reflex save, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, indeed. Uh, nine for the reflex. That is a critical fail. Okay, fantastic. Um, um, cool. Uh, so you'll take the full damage. Um, I mean, it's only it's only these. Uh, these fours, but there's five of them. 
<laughs> That's five of the fours. Five, five of the, the fours. fours. He's rolling five of the okay. fours. <laughs> five of the fours. That's four. That's that's ten. And right, so it's uh, it's twelve. 12, 12 points of points damage. Of damage. And you kill the gelatinous cube. <gasps> Yay! Crackling over it. <laughs> you kind of, kind of pull wasps out of your sleeve. Velda shakes his head, put it back <laughs> in. Pull lightning out of your sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Less chance of collateral damage there. It's got the thumbs up from that. <laughs> so are we, are we out of combat rounds? Um, I'm going to keep you in combat rounds for just for a moment because you have a, a unless you can do something about this huge swarm of people bearing down on you um sure yeah uh, are they are they coming well, I, from can the, i can i well, sorry wait, sorry no how, are they coming from the direction that uh Edie has just run off in no so Edie's run off into the side room so if you remember the um the courtyard where you were having the battle it yeah, had yeah. A, it had um the room you came in through the room for the north where you left the yep. latinus cube behind um and then the, uh, to the east was a flight of stairs going off down into the city. That's where everyone is coming running from. Uh, yep. The west is a uh, is the doorway that you've all gone through, is the temple. And the south was where that sort of storeroom was where you all went and rested for a uh, for a day. Um, mm-hmm. Edia's run off into the storeroom. Got it. As far as you know, goes off out into the jungle. Um, all right. Okay. Um, so I've got another action mm-hmm. as Shania and then and then Philly. Um, so <clears throat> um, can I use my last action to shout for Fulton and say Fulton? Um, well, no, that's that's not Shania's yeah, that's voice. You. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Trump. Fulton, quickly. <laughs> Comes his way. I am definitely Shania and not anyone else. Please come here inside the doors quickly so we may shut them against the, 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 the hordes that are running towards us. Okay. Um, uh, Velda, do you want to do anything with your turn? Um, well, I was going to. Um, I think. Because what I was, uh, unless so you're definitely going to close the door on the next turn, yeah, when Fulton runs in. I mean, that's the plan. I mean, is it possible that um, that Philippe could run out, grab Fulton, and bring him in? Um, uh, you've got two actions, so I guess Philippe could kind of, if Fulton was willing. Um, okay. When is he not? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should make you make a nature check to make Philippe go and grab a hold of the okay, hor- dirty that. protest that is Fulton. <laughs> sure. Okay. That, I mean, that seems fair to me. So, um, uh, sorry, what was it? What were you uh, going to a nature, nature check? check yeah. Because Philippe okay, is like, nature. seriously? <laughs> like, look at you. Like. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you mean, seriously? Jesus Christ, Philippe. Um... Yes, I'm very serious. That was a 30. Oh, Philippe kind of, Philippe annoyed, drop, throws down his own poo that he had in his hand um, <laughs> and stomps out of the, uh, stomps out of the thing over to Fulton, grabs Fulton around the, uh, around the waist and goes, <clears throat> and tries to, oh! Fulton, do you resist at all? No. All right. I'm sort of burying my face into his chest, <laughs> or by his ass, whichever way I'm being held. <laughs> Sling, <laughs> slings you over his shoulder, and you carry on your face and beard bouncing against his purple backside. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> as he carries you into the room. Um, oh dear, Fulton, you are now all inside the. Uh, you are now all inside the room. Oh shit, that's all my moves. I can't shut the door. That's now. fine, Velda, it's your go. <laughs> so I would like to um, maintain the flaming sphere for the moment and move it to outside the door. Cool. At least one of the squares on outside the door. Yep, it carries on burning um, outside the door. Hold the door. And now the blob is dead. Now that the blob is dead. <laughs> mm, I think. And I'm going to... Can I ready a spell action to see if any cultist runs in there to cast uh, a spell? No, you can't ready spells. Can't unless ready spells, you can only ready know. a single action. Um, oh, I didn't think I could. Action. Okay. Can um, you shut the door? I yeah, shut the could door. Mm, you, yeah, shut it, the door. Unless it requires... Because it's a double door, isn't it? It is a double door. It's, a, yes, yeah, it's so an athletics check to try and uh, pull the stone doors closed. Unless you've got like an AoE area denial spell that you can throw I, on the ground. I do have an door. AoE spell, which if they do pop their nasty heads around it, I'm going to detonate. But it's not a pers- um, persistent. To do a whole shit of damage to the first one. So uh, as long as we can close the door, if we close the door, that's not an option. But to be honest, I think we should close the door. All right, then. In that case, I'm going to maintain the uh, flaming sphere where I put it. Mm-hmm. And then, can I use two actions to try and run over and then close the door? Give me an athletics check. Alrighty, here we go. Skills. My two wizard. Oh, actually, my athletics isn't affected, um, but also my athletics isn't that good. So here we go. Oh, mighty with no. No, it's a (laughs) thirteen. Thirteen. Velda comes running over, grabs a hold of the stone, and is just. Oh God! Oh, it's so. Why am I? Why am I the one doing this? Fair play from trying. Uh, Fulton, it's your go. Door, Woody. Oh, no. Put me down. Oh, he's... and I'll shut the door. He's smack talking. Philippe puts smack you down. Talk. Smack talk. Smack <laughs> talk. Uh, I'm going to shut the door Ooh. with an athletics, or can I use my strength? Um, your athletics should be higher than your strength because it should factor in your strength. Yes, you are right, Dan. Can I get rid of my uh, second? Uh, not just yet. No, you're still second. Oh, for f- <laughs> right, fine. Uh, athletics. Hey! 27. 27. Fulton, just you take hold of each of the do- stone doors, m- rippling muscles, and just pull the stone doors closed. And they close with a thunk. Uh, and you're pl- and you're suddenly plunged into near darkness. The only light coming from the uh, the shaft of light coming from the ceiling above you, uh, as you pull them closed. Uh, and with that, we're going to drop out of initiative rounds. Um, Does that mean my stupefy falls away? Um, after it's just what we were fighting, right? It lasts for a minute. So yes, it, after a few rounds, the wall of water disappears and um, the stupefied condition ends mm-hmm. um, on you. Cool. Am I still wounded? And can I spend some time throwing yeah, up? Fulton, you just spend a few rounds just being sick in the corner, and you uh, eventually <laughs> remove your uh, eventually remove the sickened condition. You're still wounded, um, but you can remove sickened, and uh, and obviously fright's gone already. So, okay, so uh, we've got, go oh, sorry, uh, Dan, just uh, again because yeah. this has been. I've got to say, this has been also one of the longest fights, but also one of the fights where we've all had a lot of conditions. Um, I'm presuming that as line of sight goes with my flaming sphere, the flaming sphere goes and disappears. Flaming sphere disappears, but you yeah, are also I'd... able to untangle yourself from <laughs> your ropes. That was my second question. With a sigh, Velda <laughs> readjusts his clothing, uh, does an awkward little sort of hop about as he sort of like gets his cloak out and sort of adjusts his pants and stuff, and then he's ready to go. Good. Good. 
That's good. What were you going to say, Colin? All right, so um, uh, Bubba's just going to sort of run over to Fulton as he's throwing up and just be like, Fulton, what did you do? What did you give the bag over for? What's going on? Huh? You gave your bag over to Edie and now she's disappeared. Where is Edie? Where's Edie? Did that have the shard in it, right? That had one of the shards. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ah. Hold on. All right, so Bubba Bubba uh, tells everyone what happened and Edie just run off into the storeroom and she's got the shard and and Fulton gave it over and stuff like that, right? Oh, dear. Worry, fussy pants. Edie needed it. Uh, she want. She said, "Oh, I'll take." Uh, she said, uh, "It doesn't matter what she said. She's run off." So you, you basically just handed over one of the most powerful artifacts no, no, in the she world. She said she's to got Edie. an idea, and then she said she's going to meet us later. Did, did she, I mean? Did can she? Get, actually, did she get, say those words? Can I get a perception I, check on whether or not he's talking shit? What is it? Where the uh, is perception? It is perception. Is it? I'm going to try perception because, like, Velda does not mm. believe uh, Fulton right now. Oh, he might do. He might do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen. You can't get any kind of sense of. of yeah, can so I do this? I don't know. Bubba, do the same. Shit. Oh shit! It's a natural. No, it's not. It's a. It's a. Um, uh, Jesus! Come on, Colin. It is a 17. 17, yeah. 18. 18. Yeah, you, you can't really get much of a, a gauge oh. under. But Listen. Shania also does it. Nobody believes that. That is a 32. 32, oh, an interesting fuck. one. Okay, so Fulton, in, in Fulton's mind, in Fulton's sense, like, is Fulton trying to lie to everybody right now? No, okay. he he generally believes what that, he's saying. That's not at all what she said. She said, "Give me the knapsack." You gave it to her, and she ran away. <laughs> yeah, she did not just, say just, that. I know, and obviously that's that's stepping outside the rules at the moment. But that is so. What you're saying is a complete fabrication. <laughs> she said, he "I've got him, a though. plan," and then she ran away. Oh, I suppose you are mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if the um, question was, did she actually say that? Then. I mean, you be- well, you, but, you I mean we, there's, there's her, no way that you... we'd be able to to tell. Is it like, I th- like I think maybe with like a high perception thing like that, you might be able to tell that he thinks that he's definitely telling the truth, and maybe there's something a bit odd about yeah. the way he's telling the truth. I mean, it's I mean, you know? it's, it's perhaps weird that he would simply give the bag away. Yeah, you get that vibe. So, uh, he said, <laughs> "Give me the knapsack." Okay. And I did. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I understand that. I just um. So so w- you trust you trust uh, Edie then? Yeah. I trust her like I trust you, the Let rest it. of the Danger Club. It doesn't matter if we trust okay. her or not. She's disappeared with it. We need to go and get that because we can't yep. let that fall into the wrong hands. Yes, but we no, no, also but need the curse breaker. I mean, the, hold on, just. One moment, just slowly. I, I, I want to try to get uh, a sense of um, how. So you, you, you gave it to her. You did not question for a second that it was the right thing to do. Yes, um, as if you know she has been, you know, uh, with us for years. I knew it was the right thing to do. Okay, I trust her. Helpfully okay. in defence of Fulton's actions, uh, Carolima goes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what did he say, Shania? 
Uh, he said, uh, can I yes. make a roll to try and work out what he said? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. A nature check to try and understand okay. what the lemur is saying. I like the way we're having the discussion right. as hundreds of bloodthirsty cultists are literally <laughs> yeah. running towards the door. Um, okay, Dan, so there was just, just while this is going on, for, uh, Velder also re- goes back to what he's going to do. Is the door lockable? Is there a bar? Is there a something that we can slip uh, over the Yeah, door? there is a stone lock that can turn on it, um, which um, with a bit of mage hand or a bit of bit of work from a couple of you, you're able to turn that and shut Yeah, Vel- Velda runs over and says, can I get a hand? I think we probably need to lock the door. Oh, God, why am I doing this again? This is um, my back. Uh, 24. <laughs> oh, I got 24. Okay, a, uh, that's a 24. So uh, as, as as Velda struggles with the door, yes, you are able to understand. You're able to get a gist of what Carolina is trying to tell you. Okay. Um, Scott, what was Carolina trying to tell us? Or, Edie's or a close friend. Mate? The Edie's a close friend. Right, okay. Uh, so it, it, would, it seems like uh, Carigua is also... Um, seems very close <laughs> to Edie. Oh, how, how do you feel about uh, uh, Baba? Look, it, it doesn't matter how I feel about her. The fact is... No, 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 no. Even... It, it really does. No, no, wait. Look, listen. It doesn't matter how we feel. The, the thing is, if she's going away, right, regardless of if she's a friend or not, she's in danger by carrying that shard around so we need to get it off her hands if you want to look at it that way the fact is that we should not have given it to someone else it needs to stay with us and if she's not around here if she's disappeared i feel like we should go and follow her and find it but you realize there are thousands of angry cultists out there trying to attack us yes yeah sure we block the doors we, we don't allow them in whatever but we need Wait. to do that we need but, to get but, hold but, of the but, curse but, breaker but, but, as well and then get out we of have it. to go Why out of this wheel? door why don't we just wait here and I'm sure ED will come back. No, look, that's a terrible plan. I think we should go. Uh, the door's locked. We should get the curse breaker and then we should go hightail it after ED. Yes. If she's in, yeah, okay, fine. Cur- yes. She'll give Listen. us the shard. If she's not, curse we'll, breaker first. we'll smack her about and, and get it back that way. We'll have to fight her. <laughs> Dan. We'll smack her about, but like, you know, fight her because she's really <laughs> evil. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm panicking. Can you not hear the cultists on the outside of the door? <laughs> yes, Dan, yes, do, yes, do, yes, we, do we know... Sorry, Dan, do we know if there's a way out of that storeroom? Uh, a way do, out of that story. Uh, you had a little. You know that it goes out to the jungle, right? I'm going to cast um, locate item. Oh, okay. okay. Because she's <sighs> like getting away, man. <laughs> uh, it's called locate. Sorry, and it's an uncommon spell. Lovely. Lasts for ten minutes, and it uh, range of five hundred feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I learn the direction of the target picked. Of a specific object. Interesting. Yes, it's a good spell. Okay. Um. You've got a macromental image. You learn the direction of target. Um. And you can sustain it. Okay. Because at the moment. You know, I mean, if we can grab the curse breaker quickly, mm. then I'll say this to the club. Listen, if we can grab the curse breaker quickly, I've just cast a spell which is going to give us about 10 minutes to find where Edie's gone. Because if she runs off in a panic, if she is our friend, we still need to find her, right? Exactly. To make sure that she's okay, right? Yeah, yes. okay. And presumably, exactly. presumably she she's stay here. Shut well, up, no, Fulton. No. We're going to go and find her, all right? Yes, and listen, listen, it's, it's, she's not stupid. Like, she's going to be running away from the cultists as well. So exactly. If, if she is innocent or not, then she's going to be running hightail as well. Look, we really need to get the curse breaker and get out. We, of here. we must find the curse breaker. We have. Uh, let's let's look for that. 
we haven't got much time, all right? Okay, right, let's go. Let's get it. Okay. So, the, uh, what happened... Uh, so, uh, Bubba, as you cast the spell, um, mm. you, get a sense that the, uh, you get a sense that the shard is to the south, currently, of, okay. where, of where you are. Um, and as you're doing that, you start hearing a banging on the, do- on the other side of the stone door. It's thick stone, but you can hear kind of the sounds of people hitting against it uh, as the crowd reach the plaza. Weren't they? Um, weren't they set off the monkey chain trap? No, because an incredibly skilled ranger called Caragor Onefang disabled the yeah, monkey claw trap. The trap. Did, I, did. did I take it all down? You, you took did. the entire you thing apart. Yes, you, you made a special point of saying like, "I take them all down." You took you, one. You, you slapped one of the monkey statues around the face with its own hand. Uh, yeah, now I remember. You, yeah, you, yeah. you crushed that role. Foiled uh, yeah. by my do, own. Do, do, do you remember the slapping? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, so um, can, can, like, um, can we look around the room and see, you know, where I, where where we could possibly go? The, like, which direction did so, he point? You've got um, the, uh, you've got a couple of options here. You've got a uh, so the, you've got the big th- you've got big stinking throne covered in flies made of flesh. Um, you've got uh, a door kind of. They're both doors on the. Uh, uh, both doors are on the western wall, but one is uh, one is sort of at the south, one is at the north. Okay, uh, Fulton, which one of these doors was it that uh, that he pointed to when you asked him about the curse breaker? Uh, that one. <laughs> good, right? Good, good, <laughs> splendid. Do you, which, do you actually remember? Is that something that Dan can tell you? Uh, I don't think he did point. He, he just said he said in the temple. Yeah. He yeah, he said you. in the temple. He said in the temple. Are we he in the temple now? Uh, you reckon you are? Yeah, you reckon you're inside the temple. Carolina pushes over that throne. You push the throne over with a heft of strength. The stinking thing crashes to the floor. Uh, flies buzz up everywhere and it just lies there stinking. Um, cool. Some of the meat no. falls out from the stitching of it. Oh, wait, Stuff. can I detect magic? Uh, As well? Yeah. Right. You detect magic. Yeah, I detect magic in the area just to see where the sure. um, magic's coming from. Okay, the um, the magic is coming from. Um, you've you've got a, a lingering sense of magic around Fulton to do with the uh, which you've recognised as the magic from the shard that is fading because mm-hmm. you know that the the shard magic kind of lingers for a little while. The magic on Fulton from that is fading. Uh, however, the um, uh, the spear that he's holding is magical. Okay. That reminds me. Fulton, can I have a look at that staff? Spear staff. Hey, here you go. He throws it, but so rubbishly throws it short. Velda. Thank you. What else did you find on on him, Fulton? I found a symbol of Angazan. Uh-huh. I found this neat armor made of flesh. Oh, God, Fulton, that's disgusting. That's made of... Wait. That's human flesh. I know, it's like Jam Jam. I could be an adult Jam Jam. Why would you want such... Where is Jam Jam? Okay, good. Any Anything <laughs> else? Anything else useful? Uh, and that is almost it. Caragor goes and Not tries to check traps on one of the doors and tries to open it whilst we're having this conversation. Okay. There's like an army of people trying to get in these doors. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah. um, 
It's a uh, that would be a, a perception check on on the door. Uh, do you want to go for the uh, the northern one or the southern one? Let's say I went north because okay. I've got that accent and um, I like that thinking. Perception check is a twenty three. Uh, a twenty three. You find no evidence of traps on it, and it doesn't appear to be locked. I open it. Okay. You open the door, and it opens out Ooh. into a uh, opens out into a stone room. Um, with lots of boxes and things set around uh, with some cloths over them. Looks like they're uh, used for sitting on. Maybe it's a kind of a waiting sort of area. Uh, it disappears off to the north uh, where you can see a faint glow coming from the north. There is also a door um, immediately to the south. Uh, so sort of to your left as you come in, uh, a single door from which there is a foul smell coming. Faint the- glow coming from the north. Now that has, uh, would that be something... When we go into the something archive of the sun, the curse breaker wasn't necessarily a sun item, was it? Lads? Uh, didn't wasn't necessarily no. Okay, well no, then either way, Caragor motions that the uh, to the door to point his way through. Quick question: I presume the wall of water has disappeared. Uh, the wall of water is gone. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Velda sort of hurries after Caragor. Uh, okay, Velda um, you know, scampers. Off. Yeah. Shinara notices that the door's open, also goes, but she's still pressing Fulton, like, is there anything, anything else at all that was useful? Uh, there's this necklace that's got a key on it. Ah, okay, cool. Can I see it? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) She takes the key. Um, I love the way you thought the human skin armor was more important. I know that was the order you got given it, but I love the fact (laughs) that Fulton's like, check out this human skin. It's like, is there anything else? Anything else? Oh yeah, the key. All right. Lima <laughs> just strokes his chin, strokes his fairy chin at the key, and then goes back to the door in the south, um, points at it, and goes, Uh, okay, so she, uh, Shania... Caragor puts his hands up. Caragor oh. puts his hands up. Caragor checks the door for traps. Ha <laughs> Um, so where are you going now? So you're going through the, uh... Sorry, no, uh, I'm, st- uh, so without going through the door to the north, only having opened it, I go back to the other door, uh, uh, right, which yep. is in the same room, the no south problem. one. Yep. Check that one for traps. Check that one for traps. Uh, which is a 27. 27, not trapped, not locked. Uh, I open it. Okay, you push that one open. Um, this is another kind of, this looks like another kind of workroom. Um, maybe it's uh, maybe a living quarters kind of thing you can see some few cots and things lying around you can see uh, ways on from here it seems to stretch around to the south uh, and then loop back on itself a little bit uh, and then there is um, you get a kind of you get a real sense of unease from the south when you kind of look down there you just get a real weird sort of knot in your stomach when you look down that way um, there is also a door to the north of here which you reckon kind of you reckon probably connect you know there's a there's that door to the south from the uh, from the northern room door to the north from the southern room you reckon there's a little room that is uh connect that uh, both of those doors go to kind of right, directly so behind the throne these corridors link up yeah, um it's like they all link so do we take the one that's got the glowy bit or the one that makes me feel uneasy mm-hmm. Car- carolina goes <laughs> or you've got the bit do in we, the middle we, which smells do we all get the sense of unease uh, if you all go over and have a look, yeah, you all get a you all get a slight sense of unease. Ooh, from we there. do also have to think about our exit out of here if that door inevitably fails. So yeah. if these two corridors yeah. link up. Although there is a the the, the coming back on it. We're, let's just go through the northern one, the one with the glow at the end. Okay. The one with the glow. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, think I agree with that. Yes, yes. I, the other way looks icky. Feels yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Sounds good. Um, Chen, while we're, while we're doing this, okay. um, is it possible for Shania to sort of try and see if um, she knows anything, like a, a workout way to turn Karagor back? Yeah, you reckon... Um, give me a... Give me a religion check to have an idea of what was done, on, what was done to him. That is... 21. A 21. Um, you reckon... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, more than that. Okay. 23. A 23. 23. Okay. Uh, so it looks like whatever power was uh, infused into that water was profane um, in the extreme. It was the power of the demon, uh, of a demon lord that has done this. So you will need powerful divine magic to turn him back. If there's a way of breaking... Oh. If you have magic that can break curses, uh, you might be able to do that. Um, right. Or if you had sort of... Di- if you had divi- uh, direct intervention by a, a powerful divine being, that might be able to help with that. Okay, all right. Cool. Um, I mean, yeah, so, I'd take that knowledge on. and. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, as, as Shania's sort of like staring at Karagor, wondering what to do, like, Velda says, um, uh, Shania, have you got any, any ideas how to get him back? Uh, yeah, po- possibly we would need divine magic uh, or some kind of curse breaker or something. It's um, it's it oh. profane, the, the magic that does use of him. I mean, do you think, we, well, then we could probably use the curse breaker itself to break his curse, as long as it's not a one-use thing. Karolima yanks the robes of both the spellcasters, waves yes. his little hands in front of them, points back at the stone door and jumps up and down. Oh, yes, yes, you're quite uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, sorry. Quite right. sorry, again, I've been chased by intellectual discourse. Yes, you're quite right, little monkey. Uh, uh, Karagol. Karolima. bug. <laughs> okay. Right, let's go. Uh, yeah, we're any, following. At any point, I am happy for Shania to make a nature check to understand what Karagor is saying in monkey language. However, if <laughs> if you ever fail that check, Scott, I want you to lie about what Karagor is trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I think that is, they were doing it every time. I think that is perfectly fair to do. Um, <laughs> gesturing and stuff is fine. That's that's easy to point out. So. As you get up, you run around to the north uh, and you find a set of double doors where you can see there is an orange glow coming out from underneath it. Um, and you can hear, now when you're up there, you can hear the sound of hammering from inside. the sound of someone hammering metal. To um, As you've got up there, you see that there is also uh, a single door up here which appears to carry on to the west um, outside. And if you listen against that, you can hear more shouts um, and then suddenly you can hear the sound of screaming, of many, many people screaming, and the sounds of combat coming from through that small door. What was it Nymet said? <laughs> he, he, you, what was it, Fulton, you said, that Nymet said? I'm, I'm, said? This is hugely inaccurate, but yes. What do you mean, when? Because he said uh, didn't, about why, how these people know and why they're coming. Are they, uh, are they all for Nymet, or are they, are they other people's demons? No, he just said they're descending upon us all to ki- and we're all going to die. Ah, so it's quite yeah. possible then that Nymet's followers are fighting for their lives then. Aye. Oh, well, this could, this could benefit us. We could slip out during the carnage as long as we can find the Oathbreaker. Uh, Oathbreaker? Good heavens, that's a different franchise. Uh, the uh, the Cursebreaker. Uh, <laughs> it could be something, you know, yes. Yeah, Ooh. definitely. Let, let's try to find, find what's, that. What's the yeah. what's, what's that about? Should we, should we have a look? Do you want to go sneaky? Also, it's a smithy. Also, the longer this takes, the less chance we're going to get to find Dee Dee. Because right yeah. now, 
Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. you're quite correct. Yes, so so let's, yeah, let's we need to hurry this expedience. up. Can I still uh, can Bubba still get a sense of where it is at the moment? This is assuming that Bubba. Uh, yeah, so Bubba is basically if we were in combat rounds, Bubba would be using one action every turn to keep sustaining this spell. So he's yeah, kind yeah. of a little slower than the rest of you. Uh, but yeah, you've still got a sense that it's kind of to the south. All right, so she's not 500 feet away yet, team. Okay, good. Um, well then, uh, let's we we must explore quickly. Um, so, yeah, let's. Just and also, look. them them doors ain't gonna hold forever. Let's keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going. All right, into the blacksmiths. Okay. Yep. Um, you open the door to the. Uh, you open the door and you pull open the. Uh, entrance a uh, this room is a relatively small room it has a, a forge in the very corner of it uh, that is burning away it's surrounded by blackened iron tools um there's piles of different bits and bobs there's some weapons and things that look like they've been made uh, there's a wall shelves against the wall containing iron uh, metal ingots and bits of scrap metal along with sort of nails spearheads things like that um there is a single cultist in here um with his back to you, just hammering away at the anvil, um, the sound of the anvil drowning out everything that's going on outside. Um, the uh, the cultist doesn't. Uh, the cultist turns around and just shouts um, something in Mwangi uh, as you come in, uh, and then holds out a hand behind him. Um, I think he wants to be pushed into the furnace. What? Oh, goes, no, what is that what he's saying? I don't know. I'm <laughs> towards him and push him in the first. <laughs> Athletics checks from both of you. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not pushing him in. But oh yeah. no, that's that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just suggesting the idea, and then uh, <laughs> you suggest it. He does it. Yes, it's the same every time. It's, it's almost like Veldon knew that he was going to follow his suggestion. What'd you get, Ross? I got uh, fifteen plus thirteen, so twenty-eight. <laughs> It, 22 i'm a fucking lemur oh <laughs> the two of you crash into the back of the cultist as his hands outstretched for whatever he thought you were gonna give him and just wicked witch that like fairy tale style boot him into the forge <laughs> 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 and then just close the thing like, it's what he would have wanted Right. They're the worst pies in London. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right. Um, uh, can I cast a quick appraisory glance over what they're making? If there's anything of any yep. use, not not in terms yeah. of looting, but just if there's any point to any of this. Yeah, like it's, uh, is, is any, does it? Could any of it possibly be a curse break? A curse break, exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Uh, perception, perception. It's uh, that'll be a twenty-eight, Felder. Uh, very nice. And a, and a natural 20 on the die. For from, sake, uh, I never, never get high perception <laughs> ever, ever. Which, which makes a 37. Fuck okay. Um, so. <laughs> Even though it ultimately helps the group, fuck off. <laughs> you both find something. Yes. Um, Yay. Here we go. There's two things to find in this room. Find you like find like an, an iron butt plug, aren't you I? Find He's going to find the curse breaker. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Studded butt plug. However... Shania, you find both of them, but you just let Velda have this one. And okay, pretend yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I found this. I found this over here. Um, so there are two things in here. You find a there is a small bunch of keys hanging on uh, hanging on a hook by the door. 
Um, you're not sure what they do, but you, you grab a hold of those. And the thing on the anvil that the guy was working on is a silver looking, a silver suit uh, of chainmail, um, which is uh, there are images of the moon um, uh, sort of uh, woven it's into moon, it. Uh, however, it mm-hmm. is incredibly hot. Um, it is almost too is too hot to handle right now. It would uh, and um, it's still very brittle because it's still heated up. Um, if you want to try and handle it, if you want to try and grab it, uh, you'd need to make a crafting check to uh, cool it successfully without breaking it. Doesn't Fulton have some kind of dwarven ability yeah. where he's allowed to hold things that are hot? If I if I misremembered that, well, I've got a crafting. Oh, I uh, thought you had some kind of like I it mean, doesn't matter if it's hot. I can put my hands in the. He's furnace got his mithril hat. Thing. Don't you I have mean, fire resistance? Yeah, I've got fire resistance. Well, well then that, that sounds pick, like it then. Yeah, that's yeah, sounds like you're just fire resistant three. Nice. Jeez. And you've got the crafting. So, job. I mean, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go wild here, but I think you might be the party member for this job. <laughs> just put it out there. back. <laughs> Ooh, eighteen on the day, and then that's thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. You grab a hold of the stone of the uh, of the the um cloth with your hands your mithril hands sorry uh oh 28 28 okay still a success Um, and you plunge Mm -hmm. it into the water cooling it without shattering the metal Um, you are able to um, uh, you are able to cool it uh, successfully and retrieve it Uh, what you've got here is something called moonlit chain it is a plus one silver chain shirt um, which has a collar adorned with images of the moon on it. Uh, while wearing it, you gain low light vision, uh, and uh, once per day you can uh, you can suppress the dazzled condition. It's a pretty nice piece of kit. Nice. Um, who does? Cool. Who can't see? This, the, uh, again, Carolina bounces oh up God. and down, points at all the various objectives that they've got in the room, points <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah, yeah. whatever bag so, look, we're doing. Um, look, I've got, can I, can like, I, Shania has a bag, she opens it up and says, just put it in there, we've got things to do. Do you know what, okay. can, I, can I just say, as, as a little aside, just as Dan finished describing that, he was like, he went, it's a pretty nice item. There was a crack of thunder outside my window. It was yeah. perfect timing, everyone else heard that. It was, it was like... <laughs> I mean, I saw the lightning. From where I am, the lightning struck down, and then you took your headphones off. It was crazy. I know, that was mad. And it was just literally, Dan was like, it's a pretty nice item. It's a fucking cursed item. That's what it is. (laughs) Put it back in the water. Throw it in the furnace. You throw it in the bag. You watch the moon go down. Oh, the moon. Um, moon in the back. um, Okay, and and that's everything there is to find. Um, Are there there any other doors or anything then here? There's no other way. This is a dead end. Okay, all right. So let's go back. We got to. We we have. We need to go the other way. It's the only way. I presume. Should we say I find the keys and Velda pockets the keys? Yep. Um, Okay. So so take them. You've got the keys. So assuming, uh, assuming you leave the door with the screaming uh, alone. then you head back down towards the south. Wait, hold on. The, the screaming was not coming from the door we closed. Uh, no. So this you're on the you other know, the, side. The, you're on the, the other side door. of the the temple. I mean, presumably the temple has a back, right. so it's possible that, that you found the back way out of the temple, and that there's some kind of horrible business going on out there. That would be your best guess. Okay. They're right. vying for control. Mm-hmm. No, I think they're getting slaughtered. Um, let's go. 
Um, all right, let's go to the other way. Okay, so we have to go through the stinking door, don't we? You can. You could go through the stinking door, which you know eventually will bring you back to kind of the the door, the uh, the place that gives you an uneasy feeling, or you could go all the way around back through the throne room and just skip out the stinking room. Um, depends if you want to look in the stinking room or not. Stinking I think room. we better check it. We need to check the whole place, don't we? We do. All right. All right so yeah, we go. Do we right. on the way back go back through the corridor with the boxes and stuff? You do, yes. Uh, on the way, Carolina just bounces off, takes a few of the cloths off, and just checks the boxes as they're like jogging through. Cool. Yeah, you take, you have a good look at, um, you have a good look at a few of them, but no, you don't find, um, you don't find anything of any particular value in here. You find some spoiled food. Okay, uh, but that's about it. Um, okay, you open the, you open the stinking door. It does indeed reek in here. You open the door into a long room. It is a small, squalid prison, um, it appears to be. Along the centre of the room is a long gutter uh, filled with filth, uh, with a drain at the end of it. Uh, it looks to be looks like this room doubles as a toilet and a prison, uh, because on the sides of the room, just away from the gutter, uh, there are rows of manacles strapped to the wall. Uh, there is a, a small table covered in blood um, with some chains on it in one corner of the room and there are a couple of little windows high up in the ceiling with bars on them chained to the manacles are two figures um, would have been three figures but Fulton survived so mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> no bonus character in there I just went and deleted the, step, <laughs> the extra token um, One of the on one side of the room there is a rat folk um and on the other side of the room, there is a half-orc. Both of them look very, very thin uh, and very tired. Um, they're both chained to the wall. Um, they are... Uh, the rat folk is... Both of them are unusually tall, uh, you would say, for rat folk or for uh, or, or half-orcs. Do we release them kind or of like, do we leave... They're barely conscious. Them. Yeah, they're like... Caragor's, Shall we leave? Caragor's taking the keys from Velda and is going to scurry up to try and undo the uh, the, the manacles. You're, you're assuming that Velda's not going to release them. Uh, thank you <laughs> very much. I mean, you're not, not going to go. You're taking a while about it. You're so not going to go digging now. in pockets to uh, to do that. Thanks. I was just waiting for the DM to describe the room. Uh, wanna, so yeah, did. we go up and. Uh, <laughs> Very well, little Lima. Let's go and release the prisoners. Thank you very much. Uh, I like so patronising. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, you're literally going into someone else's pockets to try and retrieve something because you assume that I'm not going to We're do being something. chased out of the temple by about a thousand right. cultists. I'm in the end. Anyway, <laughs> I don't speak a thousand Lima. Times. I don't speak Lima. So I, I don't understand. We run over Captain Patronising and the Light Fingers Kid head into the room. You unlock the. Um, you unlock the manacles and the pair of them just kind of collapse to the floor um, gasping um, and look up at you um, just kind of wonders the uh... here you go have some pocket meat oh god that's <laughs> not going to help Fulton that's really not going to well actually to be honest it can't get um, the, li- the rat folk lady just, the, room. the rat folk lady with her greying fur grabs the pocket meat and just wolfs it down oh thank you thank you dearie thank you so much What's your name? Uh, my name, because we've been in the jungle for so long. Both of our names come from the patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. My name comes from the one and only Stu Jackson. 
Oh, I, am. I never do this right. Where do we do? We do the name and then the do. I'm going to do. I'll do the, the name, was, then the name, then the, and then, then we, we cheer, and then we cheer. Because yeah. Stu Jackson, my name is Fenella, the old lady. Yes, sir. That's my name, is the old lady. That's what they know me as. That's yeah, what they knew me when you were young. Oh, that, it was very inconvenient. I can tell you when I was young. And this. This strapping half-orc over here is my companion, my travelling companion. His name... His name comes from Matt Letty, and uh, his name is... Matt Letty. Yay! Letty. The half-orc looks ah. up. Is this ha- Matt yes. Letty. Yes, I'm Matt, I'm Matt Letty, the, uh, I'm Matt Letty, the half-orc. I'm, uh, I'm a half-orc card game designer. I travel, <laughs> I travel the jungle designing interactive collectible games. What's uh, the game that you're working on at the moment? <laughs> we have a really good time for this. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, thank you so much a- for saving us. We were on a we were on a quest with a fellow worshippers of Balamdar when we were. I was trying to sell some uh, some cards to the uh, the halflings of the jungle, and we were set upon by these worshippers of Angus and are dragged here. They've already killed the they've already killed our guide the halfling we heard the screams from here it's thank god you've saved us side quest done ticking that box right (laughs) just the curse breaker yeah yeah yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) go that way and out the door and you'll be able to sneak out uh and we'll meet you there or we taking them with us they might have cool. to come with us because oh, they might have to come with okay. you. Yeah, we need to like yeah. like all right, all right, all right. streets. So go yeah. out the screaming um, door. So Shania, <laughs> stick with Shania us. Stick close to us. Room no. or anything that could be in there. You look around the room. Uh, there's nothing of any. There doesn't seem to be anything okay. of anything particular interest. Once you've released the prisoners, they seem to be only things in here. You can grab okay. some of the manacles if you want to keep some manacles. But we've already no, established that's that, okay. Uh, no, it's fine. No. Um, so what else have we got left? There's what? nothing here. Uh, let, let's go to the next place. This room's clear. Let's okay. go. Clear. You open the door <laughs> yeah. to the south, and you can see off in the darkness ahead of you. Um, you can see there is a. Uh, you can see a small shrine um, uh, in one corner with a kind of crooked looking a uh, a dinosaur hunched over. So its back is like an altar with a crooked looking hand at the to- out the top of it that seems to be just emanating this horrible feeling of malice beyond it the corridor loops around uh, out of sight uh, off in another direction uh, as you're about to take a step forward you can see the uh, a couple of glowing eyes coming out of the darkness towards you mm. as a pair of demons start to walk out of the darkness spears in hand blood dripping from their flayed bodies and then overhead suddenly uh, amidst the screams and the sound of battle you hear the roar of a dragon <laughs> And that is where we leave it for tonight. Yeah. This place is going to hell. (laughs) Is that our dragon friend, though? Is she about to, like, leap to our safety? Maybe. Now we've killed Nyamet. Are they just, you know, jumping in to, like, help us out? We're not going to find out till next week. (laughs) Dragon fight. (laughs) Dragon fight. Dragon fight.
This week's episode was made by our Dangerling of the Week. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was made. By they them, made it. it? They, they made yeah. it. Can- Candice made it. Yeah, <laughs> she made it. She edited it. She voiced all of us. It was really good. What do you it's think, nice guys? Week I, off, I, I think it? she yeah. did a great yeah. job yeah. on this yeah. one. Well done, Candice. I'd actually yeah. like to hear that. I've got a lot yeah. more spreadsheets now than I did before. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for Candice. Uh, if you want to get your name on Dangerling of the Week, if you want to do an impression of us for the whole entire episode, then go on down to Danger Club's Patreon and subscribe to the tier that uh, you can get your name on the show with. Is that um, a tier that we pay for? <laughs> I love the fact yeah. you said, thanks for Candice. Is that, is that the Tears of the Sun, Russ? No, that's not. No, no. That was last week or whenever week well, that was put on. Anyway, bye. Thank you for Candice. <laughs>